Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Tangents, where we talk about anything and everything. The topic at hand is Mr. Donald J. Trump, more specifically, episode 6 of the Netflix series, Dirty Money, The Confidence Man. Now, this... Has all come to a head. The story of Donald Trump portrayed in this episode is of an antagonistic nature. So if uh, you wanted to be objective about the whole episode, you need to know this beforehand. Anyway, the episode begins with talking about Trump's rise. It talks about how Donald Trump's father built the family's wealth. It speaks about how his father was a great showman. Always prioritized being a great showman to sell, to be known, to make the brand of the name Bigger than life itself. Then. The episode transcends. Into Donald's. Beginning. Of the reigns. Of the empire. From the jump. Trump starts working on his brand. Helicopters with his name on it. Airplanes with his name on it. Everything with his name on it. Bigger, better, bolder, richer. That was Trump's M.O. And the most interesting thing about the episode was when I realized, and I'm sorry ladies and gentlemen if you already know this and I'm just repeating information that I, have sh- that I should have known years ago, but... We all in the mainstream view or viewed Donald Trump as a great real estate mogul. And he does own a few buildings. And he has had his hand in operations from the ground up. But his main source of income when it comes to real estate is his name. What Donald J. Trump does is license his name to contractors, to owners of buildings, so that the building is advertised as something grand, as something, as I've said, bigger than life. So, that was a very interesting fact to me. And, um, he actually has buildings in numerous nations across the globe. And it's plain to see from this episode in this series that Donald Trump doesn't really care where... The business folk that he does business with 
get their money from. If they come to him with a plan he likes, with a plan he wants to partake in, where he is going to be paid for his name being plastered outside of this building, on top of this building, he will do business with you. So we need to keep that in mind. That's that's a little, you know, I'm on the libertarian side, so I have no horse in this race. All the left-leaning folks that may listen to this podcast will say, there it is. There's the proof. It's obvious he has Russian ties that will compromise him. And up to this point, April 3rd, 2018, I still am not aware of any direct ties that may compromise him, but that may very may very well be come to light. That may very well come to light in the not so distant future. But I'm more of in the middle. I'm a libertarian leaning individual. So I have no horse in this race. But yes, he is uh, an individual who if he sees the money and his name is going to be the source of the money, he will most likely do business with you. <laughs> so, uh, another particular interesting fact was when he went to Atlantic City and joined the casino business there. He actually had uh, two uh, casinos where the revenue, the employees that worked with him back then claimed was about $100 million per year. So, you know, this was a great source of cash flow where he could keep promoting the bigger-than-life brand that Donald J. Trump portrays and has portrayed since the beginning. Uh, in Atlantic City, he took on a very big project called the Taj Mahal. It was supposed to be the biggest casino ever and anywhere. Ultimately, this humongous project bankrupted Donald Trump's uh, dealings. He was about $3 billion in debt. So he claimed a bankruptcy. And this is where, again, the left-leaning individuals listening to this podcast might be like, See, he is scum of the earth. He should not be president. He went bankrupt. And, I mean, look, any entrepreneur that runs any risk... In an endeavor. Has a very real possibility. Of going bankrupt. See bankruptcy and entrepreneurship is. A form of a tool. Shall we say. Okay. Businesses go under all the time. The majority of businesses go under. So. 
As a businessman, yes, he was $3 billion in debt. A lot of people didn't get paid. But legally, when it comes to the Atlantic City dealings, he did nothing wrong. So, uh, that really is not a case for me as to why he shouldn't be president. It just means he overextended himself with the Taj Mahal project. Maybe his uh, cash flow wasn't managed properly by him. You know, he wanted to appear richer than he was, possibly. But that's his brand. So we need to understand what's the ROI. He's president of the United States now. So maybe it was worth going bankrupt back then. Because after these Atlantic City dealings, he became some uh he he became a sort of a punchline. But he kept at it, he kept at it, he kept at it. Until in about mm, 2000 and uh, I want to say mid 2000s, he came on a show as the as the uh, main character. The show The Apprentice came on the air, and the producers of the show. It's funny they said we did all these grand things. We fixed him up a building i mean we fixed him up an office there really wasn't his office but we had to make everything look bigger than it really was we had to make him look all powerful like a winner so uh that's what they did on the show the producers understood it was a shtick but it worked i mean he was Battling for airtime and giving quite a battle to Desperate Housewives, which was the number one show on television back then. So we need we need to understand how important The Apprentice really was in the psyche of Americans. Um so the main point of this episode to me was the fact that Donald Trump is the capital T H E the number one brand man. You always hear from entrepreneurs, from corporations, from social media specialists. My brand can't do that. Won't look good for my brand. That is not my brand. I will do that. That will increase my brand. That will put my brand in a good light. Okay, so brand, brand, brand. Basically means what are you known to stand for? What... Are your known principles. Not maybe not what you think you stand for. But what other people see you as standing for. What are the pillars to your character. Because 
We all have a brand. You know what I mean? So in a nation like ours in the United States where we value fame, power, and wealth over honor, integrity, respect, love for our fellow neighbors, I mean respect for our fellow neighbors' ideas and convictions, this is what we get. This is the time when it came to a head. The 2016 presidential election. The number one brand man. There's nothing wrong with branding. Like I said, it's what others see you as standing for. Your Principles as seen by others. But we must decide as a nation if what we hold dear is really the right choice of core values.